Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm so thrilled to welcome Kesley to the program today. Hi, Kesley. Hi, Dr. Hanks. It's so good to be with you today. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. What is your question for me today? Yeah, so I want to know when navigating sort of a mixed faith marriage um, or on any sort of a spectrum, how to find middle ground, how to compromise on beliefs, and how to be okay if they're not the same. Mm, okay, it sounds like there might be some more specifics to this. Is there a specific area where you and someone you love are not on the same page? Yeah, there is. So, me, and my spouse, um, he is more of a TBM, I would call mm-hmm. him, a true believing member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. And I tend to identify more as nuanced, middle ground, progressive, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And usually he's very understanding when we talk about issues. And he's actually become more nuanced in some more areas lately, mm-hmm. definitely. But I brought up the LGBTQ issues within the church with him and finally just asked him really directly yeah. what he thought of it. And I was for some reason caught off guard that he defended the family proclamation. And I know that shouldn't have surprised me because Mm. he does believe in the church. But for some reason, just because we have made so much progress together in our views, I thought that maybe he would have a little bit more compassion towards our LGBTQ friends in the church. And so we kind of got to this weird place where there was Mm. kind of some tension and we just shut it down. So it's kind of like where to go from now. Gotcha. Okay. So you were a little surprised. Let's back up a little bit. For our listeners who may not know what the family proclamation is, will you just kind of give a little quick summary just so everybody knows what we're talking about? Of course. So the church has an official document called the family proclamation, and it has some great teachings in there about families. And it also has some teachings that could be found harmful. Uh, It teaches that marriage is in between a man and a woman, uh, which I know is pretty basic doctrine of the church. But especially recently, a lot of issues have been brought to light, especially in my life, about Mm -hmm. gay members of the church, trans members of the church. And I just feel like there needs to be some more room for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also teaches, it's very patriarchal as well. Okay. Good summary. Okay. So thank you for that. So really, the bigger question is like, how do you handle when you and your husband are on totally different pages about an issue? Right. Right. Whether it's LGBTQ equality in the church or how to parent your toddler or, you know, how to manage Mm -hmm. money. Right. So this is one of many areas where you will not see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. How long have you been married? Uh, For three years. Okay. So this might be the first big, like, oh, wait a second. We are not on the same page. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So you're kind of like, what do I do? This is the first of many. Okay. And you know Mm -hmm. why? Hmm. Because you're two different people. Right. And we kind of, in, in the church, 
teach like, oh, you you become one. That does not mean you think the same things. That does not mean <laughs> you agree on yeah. everything. That does not mean you approach life the same way. So this is really a good chance to practice what I call differentiation of self. Mm-hmm. So how we can be different and remain connected. Mm. Okay. So this difference does not have to disconnect you. Right. It might just be a difference where you're like, you know what? This is what I think. And that's what you think. And okay. Yeah. That's okay. And it might be hurtful. Like you might be disappointed. Like I wish he were somewhere else. And he probably wishes you were somewhere else, like closer to what he thinks. Yeah. But how can you remain connected with those differences? That's the question. Yeah. I think finding things we have in common, like our values. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did try to bring that up with him when I kind of was in the beginning of my faith crisis or journey or whatever you want to call it, that we still had like so many similar values. Mm -hmm. And at first he shut it down a little bit. He's like, I don't see how, because my Mm -hmm. beliefs of the exact things of how things happen were different. Yeah. Um, But I think maybe giving that some time and coming back to that could be helpful. Mm -hmm. And just finding things that we like to do outside of churchy things or even, Mm -hmm. you know, religious things, politics, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think that's something we have lots of area to work on for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. And you may just want to be really cautious about this topic and not try Mm -hmm. to convert the other person to thinking the way that you think. Right. While also pushing them a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you may say, hey, would you be willing to listen to this podcast of this LGBTQ member of the church? Or, you know, just say what and and just make a request. And he can say no. Yeah. He can say, no, I'm not interested. Like, okay, cool. And same way, he may say, hey, will you listen to this podcast on the family proclamation? And you can say yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good to hear because I know my faith has been ever evolving. And I think that's been hard for him. And the hardest thing for both of us, I think, is not trying to change each other. Because that's mm-hmm. what I hear over and over again and anything about mixed faith marriages or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. <laughs> it's it's yeah. really hard. It's really hard. Do you have some support? Do you have other people that both of you like can talk to, other couples or people that that have diverging views that that are able to work it out? Yeah. I Recently, I found a Marco Polo group from a Facebook group, mm-hmm. um, and it's a group of about 15 ladies who consider themselves nuanced, and mm-hmm. some of their husbands are in, some of them are out, and that has been really helpful because even if some of them feel like, oh, maybe I'll leave later, like at least here's where I am right now, and yeah. here's what my husband thinks, and it's different, and so that's been really helpful. Good, good. And does your husband have any support for dealing with kind of these differences and more differences will come up? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if he does. Uh, His family is very, very orthodox. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of his friends are too. Mm -hmm. And I think he's kind of in the middle of where I am and his, where his family is. Mm. And so I think he has a hard time talking about things with either with either side. Yeah. So that's one thing you can encourage him to do is like, is try to find someone who can validate Mm. where he is. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point for sure. Yeah. I love that you brought up values like, okay, we may not think the same things or believe the same things, but our values are the same or, Mm -hmm. you know, still aligned. I think that's so wise for you to do that because in the church, we often collapse values with behavior, Mm -hmm. right? Like I value tithing. Well, no, the value is generosity. The value behind tithing is, you know, I value helping the poor that like I'm generous, right? It's not tithing. There are different ways to be generous. Right. Right. I, I believe in, you know, my value is fulfilling my calling. No, I think the value is service mm, and you, yeah. you demonstrate it through serving in a calling, but that's not the only way to demonstrate service. Yeah. And so kind of separating it from the specific behavior and taking it to the value level, I think way to go. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We'll keep <laughs> trying that because tithing is another one that's come up recently too. Mm just because we're not in the best financial situation that we've ever been in right now. Cause just, yeah. we just recently graduated college, mm. um, just kind of in the, you know, just in figuring stuff out. And so yeah. I think he's kind of going, Ooh, like, I think I have a testimony of tithing, but I'm not sure. And I'm going like, I don't think I feel comfortable like paying 10% of our income, especially just to the church right now. Yeah. And so that's been something we've both been navigating and trying to figure out, you know, how to either separate our money or find common ground on what to do with it together. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so I love the value of generosity and how we can still show that value together because I think that's something we can obviously agree on. Yeah, it sounds like you both want to be generous, but how to do that and how much you can decide how you want to express that value in your family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I think that would be um, a good exercise for us to do with a lot of the things that we kind of struggle with together, whether it's mm-hmm. like actually going to church, how can I, you know, what's the value behind that? And would you recommend doing that? Like all to get like one Sunday, sit down and we go over everything or like trying to break it up into small pieces. I think you could do it. Whatever would work for you. Okay. Um, there are some really great values lists that you can find online. And what I will often have clients do is get a values list. It doesn't matter. You know, you can always write in your own values if they're missing some, but um, go and circle like your top 10 and then number like your top three and see what your top three is and what their top three is and how they are different, how they overlap and, and how you can express and prioritize those six values or whatever your top values are how you can make sure that that those are expressed individually and in your in your marriage. So I think you can break it down and like let's talk about one of our values, one each night or one each week. You can do it however you want. But I think it's a really good discussion and it's really eye-opening for couples who feel like they're on different pages to realize, oh, well we both value fun and we both value consistency or service or faith or spirituality or thriftiness right. or, you know, family, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that's a really great thing to do. Awesome. I love that. So with that, is there anything do you think that we should still discuss more? So not discussing necessarily like the value, but what actually is going on? Like, for example, anything in church history or church policies right now or anything else 
like that? Is that important for us to be discussing or should we stick completely with the values? Oh, I think you can start with the values and then Mm -hmm. drill down to like, okay, so what are ways that you're comfortable expressing that value in our family? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So someone may value consistency and that may be shown by going to church every week. Mm -hmm. Like I like consistency. I like, I like dedication and that's how I show it, but you may have a different way of showing it. And so then you kind of go, okay, how are we going to honor both expressions of this value? Right. So you do both, you do the value and then how you express it, how we express it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. This is hard stuff. (laughs) You're doing, you're doing a good job. Thank you. You're you're on track. You're on track. Thank you. And I personally can relate to what you're saying Yeah. because Mm -hmm. I am married to someone who is very different in their perspectives on politics and on some church issues. And so I, we've been married 33 years, so (laughs) you can do it. (laughs) You can work it out. Oh, but you have awesome. to you have to really allow the other person to be themselves and to believe what they believe and see things how they see it and and honor that even right. though it may be totally different from what you think. Yeah. And you can yeah, still love them. Totally. I yeah, I think I have a hard time doing that by example cuz I want him to show that to me. I want to mm-hmm. say like I'm not a different person even though I don't hold this very specific belief anymore, but it's hard for me to do the same for him. I know. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's a good exercise for sure for us. Yeah. And, and you just staying on your side of the court and you work on you, you yeah. work on you respecting his opinions, you work on you. Right. And, right. and lead, like you're saying, lead by example, lead by like, this is how, <laughs> this is how we're going to do this Yeah, and, and still make things work. Yeah, definitely. Anything else you have for me? I don't think so. I think that's about it. I appreciate your insights and everything. Oh, thank you so much. You're awesome. Oh, Kesley, you're sweet. Thank you. So what are are some nuggets you're going to take with you from our conversation today? Yes, we're going to figure out our values. I think really sit down and figure them out will be really Mm -hmm. good for us. And then honor how each person wants to to express that. And I'm going to really work on my side of honoring if he wants to go to church every week and if he wants to pay tithing in a traditional way. And if he, those specific things, I'm going to honor that and then expect that he'll honor that for myself too, but also recognize that it's going to be hard for both of us. I think. Wonderful. I think you have a good plan there. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast today and share your story and share your situation. I know a lot of people will relate to what you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. And what you're asking. So thank you again for taking the time. Well, thanks so much, Dr. Hanks. Okay, take good care. You too. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com.
Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.